and I met this person and at a park. We met at a park, which was really nice. Nice. Yeah, like sure. I was walking. Cruising? No. <laughs> Gross. I don't know who you think you're talking to. <laughs> but I was walking our, our dog and they were walking their dogs. Which they're no offense, but their dogs were just like done, beat up. <laughs> beat the hell up. I remember telling them once, like, when are you gonna put your dogs down? <laughs> Welcome to Too Much, our podcast about, well, whatever. From issues of the world to topics of lesser grandeur, we've got you covered with a little bit too much to say about everything. So let's start the show. I'm Elizabeth Taylor reincarnated. I have 50 million husbands and wives. My name is Michael. And I'm being held here to record this against my will. My name is Cody. Bitch, you can leave. Can I? (laughs) No. Michael always wants to record at the worst times. My lowest and en- my lowest energy points in life is when he's like, "Let's get behind the mic and talk," because I have energy all day long, all the time. Except for last week, I must admit, last week I listened to it and I was like, I was whispering, I was out of it, and I know exactly why I was doing that. There was like a lot of things around, and it was different. The environment was different, so I was cognizant of that and kept thinking about it, and so my energy was different. But now it's like, I don't care, and I'm just giving you guys what I normally give you guys. It's not my fault that you are lazy. Dramatic. And, and just, the people upstairs are being loud. Well, that's not new. Yeah, sometimes it's new. Why not it, record when they're being quiet? It's the weekend. We record on the weekends. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> most times. We record... Most times, the day we record is the day we release it. Rarely... It's like recorded like days or weeks in advance. Because you never ask weeks in advance. You always are like, okay, time to put an episode Throughout the week, I need to live my life, one. And (laughs) two, I have drag race stuff going on. Thankfully, moving moving forward, it's one day a week. And I have other things to do. I shoot videos for my Patreon subscribers. I'm busy. Uh Uh-huh. Busy. You were, happy, you were happy with um, Lawrence winning Drag Race? Yes. Um, spoiler alert, Drag Race UK. I Someone commented under my video for season 13 saying I spoiled their experience for Drag Race UK. And I was like... I, I don't know if that's valid. I apologize because you know what? Everyone's feelings are valid. Uh, but in all honesty, it was a little weird. I just... So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's a whole day... After the event. It sucks to have something spoiled for you, but you're going to watch Drag Race content thinking that they're not going to talk about a different franchise. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's being risky right there. The, definitely. When I know I haven't watched something and I don't want it to be spoiled for me, I just stay off of social media entirely because in a conversation, things pop up. And if you're watching content like mine or bob the drag queen and uh, monet or whoever you're going to they're just going to go off and talk about different things and that might pop up i mean i guess from my memory of you reviewing american drag race you rarely talk about what happened on uk i rarely but this was different we actually concluded the uk and got a winner so it's like if you didn't see me react to the winner yesterday on another video let me tell you i reacted to it go over there and check it out I guess next time you just say that without saying who the winner was. Ugh. Anyways, um, I'm happy that Lawrence won. I initially thought Bimini would have won, 
but I'm not upset about the winner at all. If they gave it to Taste, I would have not cared. I would have been like, congratulations, because all three of them were great, and all three of them had have something the other doesn't. And it, I always say, it doesn't matter who wins, it just matter what you do with your fame after Drag Race. I really thought Bimini was going to win, but I think that Lawrence is deserving. To be honest, if Taste won, that would have shocked me, although... She won that she, episode. Yeah, she won that. She had the best finale episode. And some people think once you get to the finals, it your track record doesn't matter. True, because look at Sasha Velour. And it's not to say Sasha Velour just skated by, but for the entire season, Shea Coulee was kicking ass and taking names. Mm -hmm. And Sasha Velour, two of the wins she got was because she was on a team with Shea Coulee. And she never was in the bottom and lip synced, but she was never great at everything else. She was kind of like a Ellie Diamond, you know? Not lip syncing, oh, but God. but pretty safe and consistent throughout. Yeah, 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 And so on the night of, she just pulled the lip sync out her ass and all of a sudden she's the winner. So it kind of feels like now, modern Drag Race, you can do all you want to do throughout the entire season, but as long as you make it to the end, it only matters what you do on that night. It kind of feels that way right now. Yeah. I thought the, the final lip sync on UK was so lackluster. It wasn't great. They picked that just a random Elton John song that you can't really... It just seems so old, such an old school song there, that you can't really like <laughs> perform to. There is a clip of um, Bimini doing this weird jig thing and Lawrence like doing her own thing and Tace doing a, like like, head a head banging move. And it's just chaotic. It's yeah. like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. It was not a good song for them. I thought it was so weird, but whatever. British British artist, I guess. I feel like they do a lot of men's lip syncs in the UK, like men's songs. Yeah. They don't have iconic female singers over there? Carly Minogue, like what? Adele. Or do they not want to pay that type of money? I, I think know. Kylie's Australian. Kylie Minogue is Australian? Yeah. Wow, but she's pretty popular in Britain, though, isn't she? I know. There's I this. Know. I think there's Sorry, this whole guys. thing about how a lot of people think she's British, but she, I'm pretty sure she's Australian. Well, I'm pretty sure the um, what the hell are their names? Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Wait, whose names? The girls, the Spice Girls. There oh. we go. They have a plethora of songs you could choose from. Yeah, they and didn't they're do Spice an Girls ensemble, this So it would have been great to have three girls lip sync to an ensemble. Yeah, because the camera could have like cut in between them. Right. Tell me what you want, would you? And then just go to different girls. It would have girls. been really fun. They probably did Spice Girls in season one because remember one of them guest judged. Oh, yeah. That one that doesn't... So they probably did That Spice one that's girls like song. a housewife right now, right? I don't know. I don't keep up with them. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations to Lawrence. And please don't send Lawrence any hate. It's not necessary. It's whack. Get over yourselves. Amen. Want to get into some topics from the timeline? Yes, I do. Um, first, interesting news out of the Drag Race multiverse, which I will call it now. It is becoming a multiverse. It's like franchises everywhere. And now the worlds are colliding because they're going to do a All-Stars International. What? Or International All-Stars. 
I um, We've been asking for this for a very long time, and the fans have wanted this because you have Canada, you have two seasons of UK, you have a season of Holland, you have three seasons of Thailand, which it feels like Thailand is that cousin no one talks to. I think it got cancelled anyways. And now you have Australia, and then you're going to have Spain. Yep. And I think they want to do a South America one down the yeah, line. Latin so America, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, what's interesting is remember when when Drag Race was first airing, the girls were getting eliminated and were like, they need to put a Canadian girl on the next season of All Stars. Yes. They need to like bring people from the UK, bring people I guess they were listening to the energy that we were putting out in the world. Um, the only thing is I feel like it's going to just be a lot right now because we have a regular All Stars in America for American girls and then you have an All Stars for everyone else in the country. Sorry, in the world. Uh, couldn't they just upgrade the current All-Stars to make it international? Well, that's what I think they're doing. They haven't said it. There's no official release about it yet. It's just reports coming out. So they said that after Rue after Ru finished filming Down Under, he flew back to the UK to start filming UK Season 3. Right. Right after UK Season 3 wraps, they're going to go right into... All Stars International, which they'll film, I guess, in the same studio. Yes, in the they UK. are doing it in the UK. So by the time that happens, but we, wait. we think they've already filmed All Stars Six. Oh to yeah, air they've, this, they've definitely filmed All Stars Six spring. already. Yeah. So I think if they film the international one, it might just be an international, like it might be All Stars Seven, but international version. I would prefer it. That so way. then it would air the next spring. Yeah. Unless it's something that like BBC wanted to do and I was they're going to air it around Christmas that. or something. I was about to ask them because they're filming in Britain and they're going to have the Canadian girls come down, the girls from Holland, the girls from Down Under. Maybe, maybe not because Down Under is very new. Yeah. But if it's being filmed in Britain, does it mean it's going to be aired on the BBC? Because if that's the case, I don't think any of the girls are going to want to take part in this. BBC doesn't give money and none of the girls are going to take a trip just to come on. I mean... Yeah, a lot of them will come just to be on TV again, but the girls want money at the end of the day. And you don't get that over the over the pond. And in All-Stars, true fashion, you get like $10,000 for winning a challenge. You're not getting any of that if you go on the BBC. Yeah, I think it's probably not the BBC. It's probably the regular version. They're just like, it's, it's cheaper to just use the same studio Paramount space and do plus, it right after. But... Yeah. They just will film it in the UK. Yeah, but that is that is interesting that the, the British girls who are going to be on the show, which right now it's reportedly um, Blue Hydrangea and... What's Bag of goes? Chips. Bag of Chips. They're not going far, none of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Um, Bag of Chips made it far in her season, but I don't think she is a queen that can win against like international girls. I just don't see it. And Blue Hydrangea... They're cute, but I see them making it to five episodes max. You don't know. It's been a while since you've seen them, and Bag of Chips is definitely upgraded. But what I was going to say is they can go on All-Stars, and like say they win the challenge the first week. That's more money than they ever got on their original season. I know. It's kind of like when BB went to All-Stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and BB's, B BB got $25,000 for winning her season. It's crazy. And when she went on All-Stars, I think she won one challenge there was one challenge where she actually won it and that was the campbell soup commercial challenge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she did they literally gave her that win because they made her lip sync to um oh big hair 
big hair. Tracy Ellis, Diana Ross. Diana Ross. And BB does Diana Ross a lot. So she won $10,000 that week. Half of her winnings. Crazy. Crazy. It's worth it. Who do you think from Canada is going to be on there? Okay, Jimbo for sure because she's a fan favorite. And I, this person I would just like to see because I feel like there's something there. And I just feel like with because this person has money now, they might be able to give a better showing. And that would be, um, oh my God, what's her name? I don't know. I was talking to you about her the other the other day, and you were oh, like, "Oh, Rita Bega? No, who? <laughs> you know, yeah, Rita Bega is cool, but no, Tainomi Banks. Oh, Tainomi Banks. So it's either Jimbo and Tainomi or Jimbo and Rita Bega. You know what? I would love Rita Bega because she's French, so it would just make it seem like even more international yeah, because would, she has a French accent. True, you'd have someone from Holland. I've ne- I've never watched Holland. I don't even know the name of the winner. I hear people saying Coco Peru. Yeah, I'm assuming she won. I don't know how she looks. I yeah, don't I don't know, know if she's the winner it. or if she was the fan favorite. Yeah, I don't know anything about Holland's Drag Race. I'm sorry, I never got into it. I do not I like her. reading <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> And that might sound ignorant, but uh, yeah, if I don't understand you, I don't really have the patience for that. That's why I haven't watched Parasite yet. Mm, I think that um, Lemon might have a good chance of getting on. I think she's kind of a fan favorite. Lemon is a fan favorite, and she's very active on social media, which makes it easier to transition into an international drag race scene. Yeah, and I think some people thought she should have went farther on Canada. Some people, not I. Uh, (laughs) I wanted her to go even before that episode. Um, Jimbo was the fan favorite during the season, but Jimbo has been so quiet online to the point where I don't know if she has lost fans or fans have forgotten about her. So Lemon might be a better pick than Jimbo. I think Jimbo's definitely got to be there. And the thing about Jimbo too is she's glown up a lot, like almost immediately. No. Yes. Glown up? Yeah, uh, I've seen. I saw a picture of Jimbo just last week, and she looked the same. Her makeup is still busted. No, 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 no. Her makeup has completely changed. Well, it's not the clown white. It wasn't cute to me, and I do love Jimbo. But I'm just saying, when I saw her on that day, but nobody's <laughs> saying that she became the best makeup artist of all time. Okay, saying you know, that she's definitely improved upon her look. I changed my mind about who I want to see. I want to see girls who are active and out there working and like they're doing something outside of like hanging who on to... Who is that? It's a pandemic. Well, I would give it to Rita Vega and I'll give it to Tainomi Banks. And here's why. Rita Vega went on to go on Big Brother Canada. Well, the French version. Yeah. And Tainomi Banks was in a whole Super Bowl commercial. A Canadian Super Bowl commercial. It was okay, not airing do, during the do, American do, Super Bowl. You do not have to diminish the girl's shine like that. You are so shady and wrong for I'm that. I'm just saying, you're making it sound like she was up there with like Michael Bublé and uh, these she like million dollar commercials. She was in a commercial airing during Super Bowl. Like, give her that. <laughs> and I, in the commercial, it's not even like she said, hey, I'm Tainomi Banks. She was just an actress. It doesn't in a commercial. matter. It doesn't matter. She She's booking gigs. Yeah, she's booking gigs. I think, to be honest, if it's going to be an international version, well, there's probably only going to be eight episodes, but I think there'll be at least three girls from Canada. Um, no, because if it's it's going to be a first time, so they're going to be using ten girls, and they can't use three from Canada, because that's just too much. Because you're Three gonna... from Canada, three from the UK. That's the thing, though. They already have two rumored from the UK, so we know it's we're going to stick with two. So two from the UK, they're probably going to get at least one from Holland. 
and they're going to have people from America, and then you want three from Canada? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Three from the UK, three from Canada. Okay, we're at six. Um, and then one from Holland. One from Holland. And then three from the US. Actually, you only have one. Wait, wait, let's do the math. You said three from the UK. <laughs> yeah. Three from Canada. That's six. And one from Holland. That's seven. And you want three from America. America. Why? So Holland is like, what, hot garbage? They don't exist. Fuck their drag? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Whoa. You heard it here first. Cody thinks Holland is trash. No, I just think not a lot of the viewership for Holland is not the same as the rest of them. Mm. And to be honest, it um, did they even say Holland in the in the article that I sent you? Uh, yeah, I, I think they only said Canada, U.S., and U.K. I don't remember. Let me take a quick. I think look. there might have been conflicting information, but the thing is, none of it's been confirmed. Yeah, it's all like rumors at this point. Which, if Holland isn't included, I would not be mad. I'm sorry. I wouldn't either. The thing is, if they bring someone from Holland, it needs to be a girl who. She doesn't have to speak English, but she has to be able to understand English. They did mention Holland. They said U.S., Canada, and Holland. Yeah, but then that article doesn't say the U.K. and and it was a British newspaper reporting it. So maybe mm-hmm. it's all maybe it's all four of them. But yeah, agreed. I would not be mad if uh, if Holland wasn't included. Mm-hmm. Bye, Holland. Um, do you see all this stuff coming about coming out about Demi Lovato now that her documentary is starting to roll out? I heard a story. I have not read the article about it, um, but what I heard was she admitted to being raped during the years when she was on Disney Channel. Yeah. Now, that to me is wild and really shocking. Well, you know what? To be honest, it's not shocking, but it's a, it's kind of shocking to just hear her say it. Yeah. You read it, right? I read some, like I read some of an article. Do we know if it's someone in in her family or someone on like Disney? It was someone on Disney. Oh my god! Yeah, because she says she told adults, and that person was still in the movie that they were in. The movie. Yeah. So this was Camp Rock. She didn't say it was Camp Rock. She just said the movie that they were in. I don't know if it's a movie that they, they were, were in together. together. Or if it was a movie that they were doing solo with Disney. Holy but it sounds like it was another shit. Disney actor. Yeah. And did she say this was an ad- like an adult adult? Or this was like some kid her age? Someone her age. Or at least that's what I got from the article. That it was someone her age who she had a relationship with. They had been hooking up. But she was like one of the Disney kids who had was doing the whole purity ring thing. And yeah, but they were all taking drugs while wearing the purity rings. And so, yeah. It Thanks was, to, what, what was it, Joe, was Nick Jonas who said it? Or Joe Jonas who, like, taught? Said what? Because it was a secret. Only they knew they were doing the purity rings and taking drugs and hooking up because they were not really doing, they were just wearing it for show. But I think Joe Jonas, or it was Nick Jonas, one of them, went on an interview and, like, spilled the beans. And they're like, yeah, we wore the rings, but we were doing everything. And my, I think Miley sent out a tweet, like, shut up. <laughs> Well, Demi wasn't doing everything. Okay. She said she was, like, very... Wanted to wait till marriage. Oh, that's really nice. And that's why she, like, wore the ring. But, yeah, it was this guy who she had been, like, hooking up with, and she just didn't consent to, like, doing that. Okay, so they were, like, kissing to, and, like, just She wanted her first time stuff. to be, yeah, romantic, and 
she was like pretty crushed when it wasn't and she tried to tell people and i guess there was no repercussions or anything like that she also said she got raped again by a drug dealer in 2018 what yeah the actual fuck yeah this was just mere years ago she said he was like on top of her i guess trigger warning or whatever but she was on top of her and uh he was on top of her sorry and um she said like yes but then she looks back on it and she was like i was high out of my mind like i had no ability to consent to that sort of thing happening yeah that's really i mean gross yeah, there's so much stuff coming because I was looking at the articles about her the rape, story, the just rape thing. Yeah, and there was peace. just so much in the documentary that I was like, I don't think it's out yet. No, it's not. I think maybe next they're, Friday they're promoting out. it and they're giving us a lot of information, like a lot of tea. But so, there was yeah, there was a lot going on in that documentary. So now I'm I was feeling like, okay, like so what else is there Demi's to even tell tea. us? How much did she has gone through so much? Demi and we're around the same age as Demi, giving away our age, like we're mm-hmm. proud. Hey, um, but I've been through a lot in my life, but she has been through it the drugs, the uh, all of it, all of at it at such a young age. There's one article that says she receives injections to prevent from getting high and relapsing. That's different. I've never heard of that treatment before. She's also... Oh, yeah, the, the rape when she was 15 was her virginity. Well, obviously, if that wasn't yeah, implied, yeah. she lost her virginity um, as, a t- as a teenager. She was 15. She also talks about that engagement to that uh, Max Eric guy. I don't remember him. Remember, was the, it over the summer she got engaged? Oh, I was telling oh, you about yeah, it, and yeah, then yeah, he was yeah. like all on social media. like Writing I, a whole song. I heard about it in the press, and this and that. Yeah, he was looking for clout. I really liked her with, um, I forget his name, but he was on that 70s show. Wilma? Oh, um, Wilmer Valderrama. Yes. I really liked them together. Yeah, they were together for a long time. Yeah. I think he's having a kid now. Hey, people move on and they thrive. Um, Yeah, I just opened up this article. It says that she receives monthly shots of Vivitrol. A medication that stops the effects of opioids. So it, it stops blocks the effects of opioids. Does it mean she's taking opioids, but she doesn't want it to affect her? Like I don't get that. No, it stops the effects. The treatment, which blocks opioid receptors in the patient's brains, can only be taken on a temporary basis. But Lovato thinks it will give her good start on long-term sobriety. Okay, like I've never heard of that treatment before, but she says at least for a few years it can't hurt me. Huh. Interesting. That is interesting. Now, I have a few stories that caught my eye over the like past week. It's not a lot of stories having to do with celebrities, so I'm going to run through them very quickly, but it has to do with a lot of tragedy. There is this very old lady in Scotland that was dead for over 12 years. And the people are just finding her body in her house. Is the body just bones? At this point, it has been completely decomposed. And I'm just thinking, Scotland's not a big place. Like, no one missed this old lady. Did she have no family? No, None of her neighbors realized that. I haven't seen Miss, let's say, Myrtle. I haven't seen Miss Myrtle come out to water the plants or see her with her cat in a while. And then years has passed. You see the house just you know decaying and Hmm. no one's like 
no one lives there anymore? No Maybe one? she lived in the country. I saw an image of the house. There are a few houses around her. It wasn't like really? isolated. So I was like, this is very strange. I feel like the whole community killed her and just covered it up. <laughs> That's my conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Oh my God. <laughs> Could be a movie. Maybe. Um, now, this other story that was really sad to me, Indianapolis, this family. So this baby daddy came came to this girl like, the woman has multiple kids. Mm-hmm. He, she has, like, a three-year-old, which is the baby daddy's kid, and, like, a seven-year-old and another child, I believe. And the baby daddy for the three-year-old came up to her, like, I want half of the stimulus check. And I want half of your um, tax refund because we have a kid together. And she's like, no, you don't do anything for the kid. We don't live with you. Why would you be entitled to half? Yeah. I think that's fair. Do you? I'm talking to you guys listening. (laughs) But it just turned really sad really quick. He apparently threatened her in her salon. Okay, you think I'm not going to get that money? I'm going to get it. And he came back. He killed the seven-year-old, which is not his kid. Damn. He killed the, the baby mother's sister and brothers and shot her. I don't know if she's deceased at this point, but she was shot. So in total, like four people were killed and he took his kid and ran away with him. Took the kid and ran away? Yeah. So no money. I'm like, because one of the friends who was who are in the salon when he threatened her said he had an evil look in his eye and he said, okay, you think you're not going to give me that money? Bet. I'm going to get it. So. How are you going to get it? Stupid. You're not. <laughs> you're going to kill everyone and you're still not going to get that stupid $1,400. I feel like Americans go to the extreme for no damn reason. When there's a Popeye's chicken sandwich, people got shot in line just to get it. I didn't get that. When they get a little $1,200, everyone's posting online as if it's a million dollars. Now it's get, they're getting $1,400. Everyone's killing people for it. Are you guys not used to money in the States? Is it that bad? Like, blink twice if you're suffering. I will sponsor you. You know what? It probably maybe it probably is. Obviously, culturally, it's so different there, but they're just a lot less socialized. So maybe they're not used to money. You know what I mean? Like we're taxed a lot. Oh yeah. So we get a lot of services. Right. I Them mean, getting money from the government is so unusual that it's like, oh, <laughs> this is different. It it really is different. <laughs> Because the way they make it seem, everyone's like, you see, you see the memes. Mm-hmm. Oh, when that $1,400 hits, I'm going to go to Popeye's and ask for the owner or whatever. I'm like, all right. It's interesting because I've gotten more than $1,400 on a tax refund. Yeah. Multiple years in a row. Well, speak for yourself. Because at one point, they weren't giving me any money for tax refunds. Well, you're an immigrant who's a leech on this country. <laughs> I will slit your throat. <laughs> or something like that. First of all, I was in a tax bracket where I was, wasn't getting any refunds. I didn't need any money. Mm-hmm. So check That's where that I'm at boom. now. That's where you're at now. I don't get $1,400 anymore. You know, uh, the first time I came here and I, I was like working a really low pay job, so I got a refund. It wasn't even a lot. I think the most I've ever gotten on a refund was 1200 And then... When I started making a lot of money, then they were just like, I got like seven, I got $170 one year. I was like, you can keep that. That's like what I get now. But no, there's one year and where one year I, I just like, didn't get anything. 
I You're just like, you broke even. I'm like, whatever. As long as I don't owe you, I really don't That's care about perfect. a toxic friend. Even's fine. I got like $2,400 one year. Probably a few years. When you're in school and stuff, there's so much that you can claim. And so that's the thing. I was doing the taxes with these people and they just didn't know what they were doing. And I didn't claim for anything. You have to claim so much. I never claim for it. Because in my mind, I'm like, I don't care. My I'm ex, okay. she I just never want knew to... that she was supposed to claim rent. I don't think you can do that anymore. Yeah, you can claim rent. I don't care. Like you my... claim your rent and then you get an Ontario tax benefit like every three months. They send you a check. Well, no, well, yeah, I know about that part. Well, either way, I don't get it. The fascination with getting money from the government and how excited they get. I feel like if I have my, if I'm working and my money's coming in, I'm good. But then again, not everyone was working what I was working or it's working what you are working. I don't care. Wow. I'm like, I'm comfortable. I guess so. But yeah. Too comfortable for free money. Who needs it when you're rich? Uh, Get on my level. Uh, Yeah, so those are the stories this week. Are you going to go shoot someone for some, some stimmy? Maybe not. Oh, you know what I was, when you were saying it, though, I was thinking about when you watch like 2020 and Dateline. Mm-hmm. Some people murder is not that far for them. Some people are just okay with it. It just seems like... You cut me off in traffic, I'm going to murder you. Well, I did watch that movie for the first time, Unhinged. Ah, yes. That was interesting. But some people I'm saying are that close. It's like, you know, there's like, oh, they snapped one day and murdered. There's that. But then there's also some people who are just like, I killed my mom because she told me to clean my room. Oh, that's so scary to me. Mm -hmm. So scary. And not to sound away, but most times you hear about people snapping like that, you think of a certain type of people, and when you hear a different type of people doing it, you're like, what is wrong with you? But hey, mental health is across the board, all cultures, all races. So you guys have been listening to the podcast. Thank you. But if the Too Much Podcast isn't enough, there's a whole lot more content on Michael's YouTube. Yeah, I post like every single week and I have literally too much going on over there. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and please drop a comment and tell us what you thought or what you'd like to see Michael do next. Bye. Oh, no. Back to the show. Today we're going to do a little bit of a story time. Oh, we've never done that before, have we? Yeah, kind of. We did. I mean, we tell stories all the time, but this yeah. is a real. This is some tea. Today we're talking about proposals. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. And oh, 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 some oh, people at the table oh, have more experience oh, with proposals oh, oh. than others do. So, <laughs> Michael, what's the story that you're going to tell us today? Well, picture it. Early 2010s, a teenage Michael. Late, oh, te- God. Late, late teens, 19. <laughs> Not teenage years. Uh, on the Was cusp. she pregnant? Is that why? Oh, yeah. There was a baby involved. I had to do the right thing. And I was raised right. So I... No babies out of wedlock. Yeah. I bought a ring for like $50 and I proposed in a flash mob. <laughs> <laughs> And she said yes. Oh, how cute for you. And we went through the marriage, but it was annulled because during the, you know, blissful 
honeymoon night, I realized this was not the life for me. Oh. Yeah. She was devastated, but then again, she wasn't really because I found out the child wasn't mine. And she was actually dating my brother, so. Oh, wow. Life happens. And none of that's true. (laughs) (laughs) So what is the truth? Uh, uh, A young Michael was going to school in a foreign land. Um, Canada. Is this my story or is this yours? Like, uh, I don't know how many flowers you're going to put around it. Like here, the foreign land of Canada. Okay, great. wow. Okay, okay, Mary. Uh, so I was going to school in a foreign land, and um, I met this person through a friend. And it's funny because this friend didn't really want to introduce me to this person, and I didn't. I didn't know that at the time, but like later, found out from the person that. Oh, your friend didn't want to introduce you to us. They said, oh, you're nothing special. Mm. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Flash's hair. Good friends you have. I know. Um, But later found out that the friend was jealous of my good looks. And I don't blame them because some are blessed with that. Okay, get to the story. Hold on. You need to give people context. Not that much context. Eh, I'm talking. Um, So... The friend was jealous and thought if I if they introduced me to the to this other person and the group, they would have not been the star or no one would be fawning over them. So they didn't want me around. I'm like, I get it. If you don't want the pretty one around because they're going to steal the person you have a crush on. I get it. So I wasn't mad. But anyways, they invited me to a barbecue to this person's house and um, everyone was like, enamored with me because my personality is just amazing (laughs) why are you looking like that (laughs) because i thought we were hearing a story about a proposal not the entire history of your relationship with this person Uh, anyways um i was being my regular charming self not really expecting anything not looking for anything at the time i was literally 19 years old uh going to college and uh, we went out on a few dates because they're like would you like to do this and that i'm like my first time here and i'm just trying to live my life and see the place so of course, sure. We went to the CN Tower. The food was gross, but the view was beautiful. It was very romantic. And wait, so now you went from giving us so much information to no information. Oh, you need to pick how? a side. You need to pick a side. I, I'm just tell us to... how long between the barbecue and this moment at the CN Tower. How long were you dating? I wouldn't even call it a dating period, to be honest, because in my mind, I was just being shown around by how some nice people that I met. I didn't think it was anything else. Uh, it was probably two months. Okay. And I went to Montreal and b- continued to live my life, touring this new land. And they were m- always messaging me. I'm like, okay, I'm cool, whatever. And they're like, when are you leaving Montreal? Come back here and like chill out. I'm like, I'm probably going to leave in a few weeks. Anyways, I go back. And I go back, I realize it's like not a lot of people being there uh, as I thought it would be. They're like, oh, you should just stick around for a minute. And I said, yeah, all right. I mean, I have time, but I have to go back and like look for family and stuff. But long story short, we're there for a while. They started like letting me know their true feelings and yada, yada, yada. I was like, oh, this is really sweet. I think you're really nice too. And um, as time went on, they were like, what would it take for me to not have you leave and i'm like what do you mean and the person said 
I really like you. I think you're amazing. They said a lot of stuff. I don't remember everything, but it was really complimentary. And they said, it would be nice if you were to marry me. And they presented me with a token to, you know, to solidify the Sorry, are question. we back at the CN Tower? No, no, no. This is like, this happened so at the residence. Okay. And it was like a really nice situationship too. They were like, please, like, I would really love if you would stay here and marry me because I think you're amazing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, marriage, a proposal. I know this seems so anticlimactic. I was giving, I was setting up the story so well, but then you're like on my ass about rushing it. Blame him if you're not enjoying the story. But yeah, it was a really nice situation. They had, they recently bought a really nice home. They had two dogs. I was there most of the time while they were at work because I was off from school. It was like a summer break. And it was like, in a, in a, for a moment, I was like, I could see myself being with this person and living this life. But then I'm like, am I trying to be the house guy to some person this young? Uh, I should probably say that this person was quite older than I was. How old? <laughs> or how older? <laughs> Let's do the math. You were 19 and they were in their 40s. Yeah, I think they were like 45. Good lord. Yeah. Okay. But they looked really young. They looked like they were like 32. Um, but besides the point, I I was like, no. They When they proposed, I, I, I really thought about it. I said, give me a day. But I don't remember. I said, give me some time. But I couldn't go through with it. I just thought I had my, I have my life ahead of me. What am I going to do being someone's trophy partner or whatever when they've done lived their lives and been with whoever they wanted to be with and go all these places they wanted to go? Mm -hmm. I haven't lived yet. Like, I'm going to need to do that and circle you back in a few years if you still look good. So did you circle back? No. But funny Classic. enough. Why? I'm, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, I saw them for the first time in years in 2019. Ah. Uh. The first ever Pride I have I ever went to, the pri first ever Pride event, I ran into them. I was like, whoa, look at that. They didn't even know I live here. Mm. Because you know me. I don't try to... I'm, ne I'm never the person that's trying to, like, keep in touch with people. If, if, if I met you then and we don't talk often, then... You, you've been forgotten. I'm sorry. So someone asked for your hand in marriage and they mean nothing in your life. I'm not sure what you're trying to say. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> your your tone seems very pointed, but I don't know. I'm asking you a question. What your intent is. I mean, I guess I know the answer. Uh, that's not the case. I'm just saying. I You know what's funny? For a few years, I kind of forgot their names. I remember someone was asking me about it once, and they're like, "What's the person's name?" And I was, I sat there for a while trying to think, "What is their name?" That's crazy that you don't know their name. Oh, I know the name now. I remember the name now, but it's just like life. I I was nineteen. I went back to my life. I started my career. I was living. I got in different relationships that didn't require a whole marriage from me at that time in my life, and I just moved on. And that was that. <laughs> that was that. No big deal. 
No, because I didn't take it that seriously. Because in my mind, they saw me as like a trophy or just like a perfect candidate or someone that they could kind of control in a sense. Uh, because they they were never controlling towards me, like outright. But I do think because of the age dynamic and the power dynamic of our relationship at the time, I was 19, still in school, didn't have a job at the time. And they were like a manager at a really big place and have a home and a car and the dogs and everything. They had the home, the, do the dogs and the picket fence. They just needed me to just mm -hmm. fit their mold yeah. and have their perfect little life. They would, and they're like, well, if you want to work, you don't have to. I can get your job working with me. And I was thinking like, and the pay they were offering was pretty decent too. <laughs> Not that decent, I guess. To work with the to work at the place with them, I was like, uh. But I'm like, no. I'll get to I'll get to that paycheck when I'm good and ready on my own. So all these thoughts going I'll, through your head, none of them were about your actual feelings for this person. That's the thing. I didn't develop that strong of feelings for that person yet. But they, and I don't think they developed that strongly of feelings for me either. I just think they thought. I was a perfect candidate to fit a mold that they needed to complete their puzzle. Because mm. they already done live the 45. You've, you've already achieved everything you want. You have the home and the big job and the car and everything. You just want that guy to stand by you at that point and relax and travel and do these things, with, which would be nice. But I didn't get the chance to like work my way up to a career yet. I didn't get my chance to make a bunch of mistakes yet. I didn't have a chance to do any of that. So I'm like, I'm going to miss out. And I feel like if I take this opportunity and I'm going to, I could probably learn to love him, but I don't want to be that type of guy that's staying with someone for what I think I can get from them. I just want to go out and do my own thing. And if years pass and we cross paths again. And he's still alive. Oh my God. 45 is not that old. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> and they looked really young. Um, I was I was very attracted to them. It wasn't that. I just didn't have like a deep emotional connection. And they were super sweet. They were very nice. Like there was nothing wrong with the person. I just didn't love them that way to do have a whole marriage with them. And that's it. And that was the first time I was proposed to. The first of how many times? None of your damn business. Oh god. <laughs> What can I say? I'm a lovable person. I am really nice, so people take to me. I've been proposed to um, another time after that. Two years after that, to be exact. To which you said... This person... Am I going to tell the two stories today? Yeah, why not? Jesus, leave something for them to like come back to later on. But um, the second time I was visiting my father and i was staying with him for a minute and i met this person and at a park we met at a park which was really nice nice yeah like sure. i was walking Cruising? no <laughs> gross i don't know who you think you're talking to <laughs> but i was walking our, our dog and they were walking their dogs which they're no offense but their dogs were just like done beat up <laughs> beat the hell up i remember telling them once like when are you gonna put your dogs down <laughs> and i'm sorry it's so offensive. i'm so sorry if um anyone's listening that's triggered by this 
and you're a dog lover. I do <laughs> love I love dogs as well. I grew up with animals my entire life. I've had when you go for your dogs. <laughs> no, like I've had you're a, a bitch. No. <laughs> I've had a bunch of animals. I love animals except cats. Um, but the dogs both had like tumors and they were like so huge and like hanging off of them. Damn, they couldn't afford to get the dog's medication and stuff. And I just thought the dogs look like they're in pain and you're just there lugging the dogs around. Like the dogs need, were, they were yeah, not having rough. a quality of life. And, and I still just, out walking them. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, the, you should, the dogs could barely, they didn't bark, they didn't do anything. They just like barely got up to move to a spot. Like they were just sad. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, you are not doing them any justice by keeping them alive. Mm. But yeah, and we met at a, a dog park, we hit it off. It was a really nice person as well. Um, they were like a manager at a mental place, uh, the head psychiatric person whatever i don't remember much about it uh, <laughs> so you're I, saying again there was a proposal with someone that you that is so insignificant in your life why do you keep trying to push this thing because you can't even remember their name i remember this person's name and but I you didn't the remember last the last one's name you don't remember this person's job i remember the job i just know that i'm probably miss i know i'm probably not saying the right title okay it was a mental. It was a facility, a clinic where troubled teens would go for like psychiatric help, and he was a manager for that facility. Nice, but yeah, um, we were dating for a while, and I was not gonna sit with my dad much longer. I was like, I'm ready to go back and live my life. I can't stay here because my dad lived in like suburbia, and I was like, enough of this. Too many people that don't suburbia look like is your bread and butter. Too many people that don't look like me. It's not really comfortable here for me. I'm going to go back home. And so I told him I'm leaving. And they were really not happy about it. And we did it for a minute. Wait, was I 21 at the time? I don't remember the age. It was between 20 to 22. Somewhere there. <laughs> okay. And I went back home. And we were still doing the long distance thing. And I would, like, travel back and forth to see them. And they proposed at one point when I went back. I remember that proposal because we went ring shopping together. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted it to happen? No, because it was, like, sprung on me. We went to the store. You know I like to shop. And so I'm like, well, I'm here for a week and I'm going back home. So I'm going to go and shop till I drop on my own dime because this guy likes to spend his own money and they're like oh let's go in there and it was like pointing to Tiffany's and I was like yeah Tiffany's sounds fun I'm not buying anything in there though but it's nice to look <laughs> mm -hmm. I I wanted to go buy clothes we went in and he was like looking at stuff and he's like which one of you like I was like, oh, I don't care. Because in my mind, I'm not buying anything. So I'm not trying to talk about what I like. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those, Tiffany's is one of those stores. It's like the salespeople are up on your ass. I'm just a black guy. And I just don't want to be up in here if I know I'm not buying anything. When I know I have the money to buy whatever I want, I will go up in any store and be like, let me see that. Let me see that. Let me see that. But at the time, I wasn't trying to spend Tiffany's money. So I was like, I really don't want to be here knowing that there's nothing here I want or nothing here I'm willing to spend money on. 
anyways, we're, we're trying on some stuff and they're like, oh, that one looks really nice on you. And I tried it on and they're like, do you like it? I'm like, mm, it's cute. And they're like, what would you say to marrying me and that being your engagement ring? And I was like, this is not very romantic. I think in your mind, in my mind, I'm saying, I think in his mind, he thinks this is super romantic. But in my mind, it's like, I don't like this. Um, but I'm like, but he bought me the ring and... Uh, With you there? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. They bought the ring. So you knew a proposal was coming? No, they bought the ring and gave it to me that day. And they're like... what? think about a life with me and us being together like forever and they gave me the ring and i'm like i'll think about it <laughs> now let's go get some starbucks <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what a life this is ridiculous sometimes i i, I really push these things back in the deepest corners of my mind because I, sometimes i really don't think about it or remember it that's so unfortunate for them if not, I'm sure they don't think about me. Like, for what? Live your life. Someone they proposed to. Years ago. Uh, I guess marriage means something to me, and it doesn't mean something to other people. Marriage means nothing to you, so let's not even go down that road. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, but anyways, we, I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I do care about you a lot, and I can see myself with you, because I could see myself with this person a lot. And I did. I was dating this person longer than I knew the first person. So the first person was like, I like them, but it just doesn't feel right because I don't have that love for them as I should if I'm going to marry them. Uh, this person, I did actually care for a lot. So I said, yeah, I said yes. And I went back home and I was teaching at the time. And instantly regretted your decision. No, I did not instantly regret anything. And I went back and forth a few more times to see them, but I... On the last time I went back home, because um, we were like, they were like planning, we were like planning things, like planning how we're going to live together. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have to move here. And they're like, I'm like, I still want to do certain things. And they're like, no worries. We'll figure out a way to make, make it work. And I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll deal with it. But then I went back home and I met someone and I was like, okay. I have this ring and I love this person, but I realize that my attention is being captured by somebody else. Oh my God. Yeah. A cheating fiance. Okay. Who said I cheated? You just did. Explain to me. Emotionally cheated. Okay. Infidelity. Anyways, as I was saying, I realized that while I was with someone and committed to them, my interest was being piqued by someone else and I was starting to like think that this person might be a better fit for me than the person that I'm currently with. And so I called this person and I told them I need to see them, the person I was dating. And I took a plane, I took like, my vacation days, which I wasn't really pleased about because it wasn't my like a nice vacation I'm taking or anything, but I took five days, I went to see them and I talked to them about it, and they were not pleased, but <laughs> I told them I have to call it off because I don't think it's going to work. But you didn't let them know about the other man in the picture? No, I told... There was some other man in the picture because I wasn't with this person at the time. I just realized that I had a huge crush on the person, and through, like, interaction with the person, I was like, oh, 
I might like this person. And there was never any dates with this person or anything like physical or anything like that. But I did recognize that I had feelings for this person and I wanted to explore them. So I went and I gave him back the ring and I decided to end it there. And yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't. What? It's just too much. That's the name of the show. Too much. <laughs> All these proposals and no, couldn't be me. Why? Because no one. You said to yes to this guy. It doesn't even sound like you liked him that much. Oh, I did. I really did. Oh, but yeah. Then some other guy comes along and and takes your attention, and you immediately question the marriage. Well, immediately, that's, not immediately. Calm down. But that's a thing, though. When it was it was very long distance, and it was a bunch of traveling back and forth, and I think that played a role in it because when I'm one place living my life and having a career and like trying to just survive and you're somewhere else and even though we talk as much as we can we're both busy and so the connection just kind of faded and I realized that someone else piqued my interest and I was like well the fact that this person piqued my interest and like in passing I'm like having a crush on this person or whatever I, I realized at that, that point well Maybe this marriage thing I is not for me. I've broken my vows, so I should call it off. I broke no damn vows. Well, you didn't do your vows yet, but you were emotionally cheating on him. You said, I should probably take this ring off. Cue Beyonce. What is emotional cheating? I think this is a topic we should probably uh, dive into deeper because oh, you are trying to be another. It could be another episode, another topic on another episode. We will definitely talk about this because you are trying to paint a picture so damn bad. What do you think emotional cheating is? It's like, okay, this was not that, I promise you, because we were not you spending didn't say time what you together. Was. <laughs> you don't have to spend time with the person to emotionally cheat. No, but in my opinion, I think emotional cheating, but again, I don't want to talk about it because I want to do this on a different topic okay. for a different day. But we'll leave it at that. Those are my two um, proposal stories. Don't be jealous because nobody wants you. Interesting. Thank you for that statement. Let me timestamp <laughs> that moment and remember it forever. Please do. I would never want you to forget it. I don't need any proposals in my life. I never have, I guess. And you never Since will. Since I made it this far without... Um, and you never will. All these proposals. Because I like to be what? serious about the person that I'm engaged to. But are you ever serious about anyone, though? Yeah. I don't think. But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a wonderful episode. You guys got all the way up in my business. And go like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you need to do. The more you comment and share on whatever platform you're listening to, the more other people will learn about us. And you can share this with your friends. If you want to hear us talk about a specific topic, let us know. But before I go, what would be your perfect proposal? My perfect proposal? I don't know. I'm not like a romantic person. Well, that's obvious, but... No, I do romantic gestures for other people. If I was going to propose to someone, then it would probably be, like, hella nice. But if someone's going to propose to me, just, like, at... Probably not even at dinner, because I don't want to do things in public. But just, like, a dinner a dinner at home. Or just, like, just any moment that I'm, like, oh, surprise, you know? That's cute. That's but if fun. you were doing it for someone, would you want to do it in public and do a big to-do? No, I wouldn't want to. You'd want it to be very private still, just the two of you. Yeah. Or like, maybe like public in the sense like you're outside, but where there's like 
you know, people could be walking about but farther not like away, too but close. not in a restaurant where people are like the next table looked at you. You know what I mean? Oh, because you don't like attention like that. None of that. But if you're like out at a big park or like some famous, like in front of the Eiffel Tower, I mean, people could be pretty close to you in front of the Eiffel Tower, yeah. but things like that. I feel like the Eiffel Tower is too cliche. Everyone does it. So I wouldn't want it to be. Yeah, I would never do that. Thing. But just an example of like, if you're at a landmark or you're traveling or something, yeah, I can see doing it outside near people. But I don't want to be, I don't want people around to clap after, like, ugh. I don't know if I want someone to propose to me again. It's happened twice, and both times they weren't super romantic. And plus, I don't think I would want it to be in a public space where a bunch of people are looking at me either. I'm pretty fine with it being like a conversation. Like, oh, we've been together for a while. Why don't we just do the the next step? We both want marriage, so let's do that. I'd be like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So basically what that guy did when he bought you a ring. No, but I don't want it to be in the store like that. Like if we were like in bed watching TV or reading a book together, like just chilling on a regular night and we just turned to each other and started having that conversation. And we're like, do you think it's like a time for us to get married? We've been together for 50 years. I'd be like, yeah. I think a lot of people have those conversations before they pop the question. I feel like having that conversation could just be the question. And then we'll be like, oh, cool. But does that make it, that doesn't make it very special. I don't need the big to-do. I really don't. Then what's the point of getting married? Marriage is not the wedding for me. The big to-do is like a, a big proposal in a big wedding. Marriage is just like a legal binding document to say we are together. And mar- So you could just say, hey, Saturday, want to go down to the city hall and get this document signed? No, because I'm not a cheap whore that you leave $20 for on the side table. Yeah, but that's the point. It's like, if you if you don't need a big to-do, then just go do it the official legal way. I don't mind I don't mind going to City Hall to go get married, but I don't want you to just tell me, oh, you want to go do that Saturday on City Hall? No, let's have a conversation and we can decide together, yes, we should do this. And we can decide whether or not we want a formal event or just a private event, no bells and whistles. And then when people say, how did, how did he ask you? You'll be like, he did not We just decided to get married. Yeah. I don't All think right. there's anything wrong with that. But yeah, that's it, guys. Deuces.